0: All right, so tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in occupational therapy.
1: Sure, Um, as an undergrad student, I was studying neuroscience. I find the brain absolutely fascinating, but I wasn't really sure where I wanted to go with neuroscience. I have always loved healthcare and I have always wanted to help people. But as an undergraduate student, I joined the Neuroscience Club and we explored several different occupations that can be can be used in neuroscience. And that's where I first learned about occupational therapy. And um the the day that I heard of this career and talked with some other OTs, I fell in love with it and I've been on that track ever since. Mm-hmm.
0: So tell me a little bit about some of the things that you're working on as an occupational therapist. You know, what sorts of things do you focus on?
1: I specialize primarily in neurological rehabilitation, so I work with people who've had strokes, brain injuries, multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's disease, any disorder of the the brain or nervous system. And um, my background is in neuroscience and really where I put most of my focus is in neuroplasticity and making those permanent changes in motor behavior and learning. So our goal after injury is to find something that's truly meaningful to a patient or to a client and use that to help make those lasting changes in the brain. So we focus on the personal goals that that get that intrinsic motivation and get somebody really wanting to get back to daily function and, and achieve their personal goals. And learning those things about someone is how we use that therapeutically to then um, make those changes in the brain.
0: Mm-hmm. If you could talk to me a little bit about what sorts of things you look for um, in a patient in order to make them, you know, more independent and do tasks on their own, that would be great. You know, like, what are some of the things that you do, for, that you do as an occupational therapist to sort of help guide patients into that sort of independence and autonomy, if you will.
1: The first thing I do is really try to get to know my patients. So when I first meet them, I go through several questions where I learn, you know, what, what motivates them? What are their personal goals? What's their daily routine look like? Who do they live with? Who is their support system? Um, what gets them out of bed in the morning? What occupies their day? So I ask lots of these questions and kind of paint this profile of who this person is and what they want to be able to do with their day. And then I focus in on um, those things that mean the most to them. So if somebody really loves playing soccer and that's what they're struggling doing, that becomes our focus of therapy. Or if someone really wants to get back to gardening, planting vegetables or flowers, that becomes our focus. And we can use those meaningful activities therapeutically to exercise or or get them back to doing the things they need to do. But we, we use that as a modality to implement our treatment. So mostly it's getting to know the people that I'm working with and finding out what they want most out of our time together.
0: hmm who are the, the main stakeholders that you work with? I know that you talked a little bit about that briefly, which is, you know, the patient, obviously, but I'm, I assume there's um, a lot of other stakeholders as well.
1: There definitely are. I could not do what I do without the team around me. I work primarily in an outpatient-based clinic. It, it's hospital-based outpatient, but I um am able to kind of see the continuum of care. So we have an acute care hospital, an inpatient rehab unit, a home health team, and then I get to work with people in outpatient. But that whole continuum, I'm working with the physicians, the physical therapists, speech therapists, the case managers, the psychologists, mental health counselors. We all are focused on the patient from that very first day in the acute hospital all the way through our outpatient. So I collaborate on a daily basis with with the, the physicians, and then the PT and speech therapy are huge stakeholders for me. And we um, we share what we're working on with with the patient so that it's never just an isolated treatment session. We are always having this team approach. So for example, if if PT has a goal that we're really working on balance and speech therapy has a goal, that we're working on um, cognitive dual tasking, I'm taking both of those things and incorporating them into my OT treatment when I'm working with them on getting dressed or getting back to the grocery store, or getting back to driving. So all of those things come into play. And then the other thing I really reiterate with people is that mental health is just as important as physical health. So we work closely with our behavioral health and get them involved with our goals as well. So, a lot of key stakeholders. And then, as people transition from that acute care to inpatient rehab to home health to outpatient, we are all talking and communicating and trying to advance the patient along toward more independence as they go.
0: Mm-hmm. I know I didn't write this, but, like, what kind of impact does occupational therapy have on the greater disability community?
1: The really unique thing about occupational therapy is we we work on anything that occupies your day. So neuroscience re- research shows that if people aren't intrinsically motivated to do something, they're not gonna get anything out of it. But OTs truly know that patients have to be active participants in their own care. They have to be invested and have buy-in in what they're doing, and it has to be meaningful. If we're not doing those things, we're not engaging the brain to really make lasting changes. So OTs are at the heart of purposeful, occupation-based, meaningful activity. And I think the rest of healthcare is finally realizing what OTs have done all along, is making it personal to the patient, making them active participants, getting them involved in their care and really honing in on what's meaningful to that individual person. So we can't just do a blanket treatment for everyone. We have to tailor it to each individual and that's what makes us really unique. We um, have done this all along, but I think the awareness of occupational therapy is um, becoming greater and greater all the time. So when we talk about the disability community, OTs have the unique ability to um, really uh, get to the root of a problem for one individual. So maybe for one person, it's accessibility in in public places. Or for another person, it might be adaptive recreation. Or maybe it's just getting the right equipment in their home. Whatever it is, we can get to know the individual patient and focus on what's meaningful for them and get them to their own goals.
0: Mhm. Lastly, uh how can occupational therapy help people live the best quality of life? In other words, how can it sort of, you know, create that um long-lasting change for for everyone? I know we talked about this uh very holistically, but just kind of in a general sense, how does the the whole um Around occupational therapy, help do that to patients?
1: We have a really um, large scope of practice where it lets us be holistic. So, we um, might, for one person, focus on the environment that they're in. For the next person, we might focus on their mental health and being able to just see one success with every everything in their day. If they can get one good thing out of their day, it's worth living. For the next person, it might be being able to get dressed, get their own clothes on in the morning. Um, but really, when we look at that scope of practice, we're able to tailor to each person. And um, I think that is what makes it really get to a high quality of life for each person. So we're able to focus in and get on their goals. If one person wants to be able to get dressed on their own, we can get them to that level, but then we can help them see larger goals where maybe they can get onto a public bus and get into the community where they want to, or if they want to be able to get on and off an airplane to travel with their family, You know, whatever it is, um, they get to define their quality of life and then we as occupational therapists get to be really creative in how to help them get there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's cool. <laughs>